Welcome to the Chill with Phil weekly podcast. Everything about e-commerce, digital marketing, growth hacking, strategies, and more. If you're passionate about these topics, you will definitely want to hang out with us the next hour. Now, here's your host, Phil Kiprianu. Hey guys, this is Phil Kiprianu for Chill with Phil. Chill with Phil is everything about e-commerce, digital marketing, and we also have fun together during that time. And today, our amazing guest, Craig Robert. Craig is a guy that I know for uh, a while now, been in Fabrily bag days, and if you don't know about it, no worries. Craig is going to talk about it as well. Teespring, and now a very new crazy venture and the goal behind that and why I brought uh, Craig is basically um, he is keen about new market and that's one thing we're going to talk also because there's so many crazy opportunities and if people complain about how expensive is now doing ads online and especially on Facebook there's a bunch of new market out there that are basically untouched and Craig, let's talk about first uh, about you, and then let's talk about the opportunities out there. Yeah, great. Um, thanks again, Phil, for inviting me to your your podcast. I love it. I, you know, I uh, follow what you're doing quite regularly, and uh, you know, absolutely love it. So, um, yeah, good work. But uh, yeah, a little bit about me. So, as you said, you know, I, I kind of got involved in the the e-commerce game, specifically print on demand, back in 2013. Um, with a company called Fabrily.com. I was kind of part of the early team there. Um, that was a European sort of print-on-demand platform, so like your, your Teespring of Europe. And, um, you know, we, we grew phenomenally, right? Like I think everybody who's been in the print-on-demand game remembers those, those uh, what, 2013 to 2015 years, right? It was uh, the gold rush. Um, so, yeah, you know, I did that for a year at Fabrily. We then got acquired by Teespring.com um, and launched Teespring Europe. Um, I, I was with Teespring for two years. I left in 2017. And, uh, you know, during that time, I got to work with, uh, you know, people like yourselves and a lot of the sort of big, big guys in the internet marketing world, right? Specifically print on demand. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's really, it's been really exciting, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, after I left Teespring, I, I worked with a Brazilian company that was kind of doing something in the, in the print on demand space. Um, I was doing like consulting for them on a sort of part time basis. And, uh, I was amazed. I was amazed at how, you know, how much of a market there was, right? Because, uh, you know, they were kind of growing rapidly and, uh, and people don't think about like these new markets, right? People think, oh, you know, it's, uh, you're limited your e-commerce to, to Europe and US. But, uh, you know, this kind of what I saw working with this company in Brazil was the opportunity. Um, you know, it's e-commerce is global and it's growing rapidly. Um, you know, there's big players like Amazon and your Ebays and whatever investing tons of money into e-commerce, you know, basically opening up the, the pathways for, uh, you know, the little guys, as it were. And uh, yeah, so, you know, this Brazilian company I was working for, they collapsed, unfortunately, but uh, they proved that there was a market there and they proved that there was, uh, there was money to be made. So long and short of it was uh, a lot of the sellers on that platform, you know, once that company closed down, they asked me, you know, how can I keep selling into Brazil? And I kind of looked at options for them and there wasn't really anything. So, you know, I was, uh, I was kind of intrigued and my partner, Fred, um, he's also ex Teespring. We decided to kind of launch something for, for this group of sellers. And, uh, and that's what we've done. We've partnered with uh, motif.com. Um, they're a London based platform to serve uh, Europe. 
And uh, yeah, we've essentially launched Marcazo.com in October. And, uh, you know, we worked with a handful of sellers. And again, it was just phenomenal, right? Like the, the, the interest in, uh, on social media is just unbelievable. Like in South America, like you can read online about how engaged people are with social media, you know, specifically Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, and WhatsApp, you know, people are just mad about, about social media. So, um, you know, when they see products advertised on, on social media, they just go crazy. So, you know, you've got, it's, it kind of reminds me of, uh, the golden days, right. Of, uh, 2014, 2015, it was like, you know, cheap advertising, loads of engagement, people just kind of, you know, wildly spend money online, which was awesome. Um, and, uh, it's, it's really very similar to that as it is in, in these new markets like Brazil, right? So, so that's kind of where we are right now. We've been running for since October and, uh, you know, growing quite quickly and people are making money, which is good and uh, customers are happy. So it's a win-win for everyone. So what will you, what will you say in terms of, um, of the type of sellers? You know, who's basically the people that are going to go on this platform and they're going to sell there? Yeah, so specifically, I mean, you know, there's a big uh, print-on-demand community, right, of uh, people from all over, right, in Europe, in US, in South America, in Asia. Um, so right now, you know, we have a lot of uh, Asian sellers. They were kind of, you know, three guys that we worked with who, you know, sold in Brazil before who were really good, and they, uh, you know, wanted to kind of keep that momentum up. So we launched with them as like our sort of beta users, um, you know, and they've, they've been just killing it. Um, but after we opened up the platform to more people in late December, January, um, you know, we've had people from all over really. So Europeans, um, had a few Brazilian sellers coming up now, which is great. And it's just from all over really, you know, got guys in the Middle East selling to Brazil. So it really is global commerce, right? It's, you know, people from all over the world selling to, to Brazilians, for example. So. And do, and do you think that, the, um, you know, for, since the sellers are not from Brazil, the language is different. Uh, is there some kind of barrier there that, you know, hold people not moving forward faster on that? Yeah, no, of course. I mean, you know, not knowing your audience is always a little bit of a limiting factor. But, um, you know, we, we saw this in Europe, right, with uh, Beverly and Teespring. It's, you know, people find a way, right? It's, you know, if you have a product that can translate, ideally, if you speak the language and you know your audience, it's a lot easier for you. But, you know, if you... You know, you you don't have to reinvent the wheel, right? You kind of take things that work in in other markets, you know, in your language that you know of, and you can adapt it. You know, not always, not all sayings kind of translate, or not all designs translate, but you know, vast majority of them do. Um, you know, we have a team of guys as well who can kind of advise you on things. You know, local Brazilians who are working for us, so you can kind of ping Ricardo and say, "Hey, like, would this work in Brazil?" And he'll kind of say, "Yeah" or "No," or you know, "This is how it would." You could translate it, so. Yes, there's a slight barrier there, but it's not, it's not sort of uh, something that would stop you from, from getting going. Yes, because one thing we see when we sell on other market is uh, behaviors basically are different as well. So we never know how we can expect. And even, you know, when we are doing stuff in the United States, we want to, tra we want to bring that in Canada. doesn't mean it's going to work as well, you know, even if yeah. it's in English. So... There's yeah, I think uh, about translating, you know, get it translated by someone who's local. So as I said, we've got, you know, local Brazilian speakers um, mm -hmm. who can look at it and say, yeah, you know, that would work or this probably won't work. Um, but uh, most of the time it does work and it's just about kind of testing it, right? Like um, the big thing is the audience is so fresh, right? They're so yeah. ready to buy products. Like 
even if it's not 100%, you know, it's people are still likely gonna gonna whip out the credit card. And uh, what's the uh, what's the adoption rate on the platform right now? Uh, how people you know uh, are um, uh, you know enjoy being there? Uh, you know, or are they coming back? What's the return on uh, on this? If they come back for uh, the first time, do they come back again buy something? How they are comfortable with the with the platform since it's brand new? Yeah, yeah, good question. Um, it's it's we were surprised right the conversion rate is pretty good so you know when you kind of first get that person in the in the door um so the conversion rate across the platform is pretty good it's kind of standard with what you would see in europe and us mm -hmm. um and in terms of repeat buyers i'll be honest i haven't really checked that recently so i don't know but uh just from the customer service messages that we get um you know i was kind of scrolling through the facebook messages and stuff we get from buyers and a lot of people are like i love the shirt where can i buy more you know and um that's something we need to do more we need to kind of have like a bit of a, a marketplace going where people can kind of come on and find find yeah. new products again because uh, i was actually surprised by that you know people get their shirts and they love it and they're like i want to buy one for my my dad or my uncle or whatever it is so um yeah it's you know it's still early days as i said we've only been up and running till october, since october um, so it's a bit too early to tell, but initial signs are pretty good, you know. Cool. What, what was the uh, word the, the 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 roadblocks basically that you went through? Because I mean, we tried to sell in Brazil on our side, and it was okay, but was very hard all the time. I think like people don't have like this um, notion of credit card or buying things a bit like in india i mean you have to go through other routes to make people buy then after that almost like cash on delivery and things like that and i felt that uh, in most uh, south american countries it's a bit like that so how how you've been able to to go around this basically yeah definitely it's a good question um so brazil like a lot of sort of new markets there are barriers right but they're not insurmountable in that so the one the, the one is the payment providers right um i know a lot of e-commerce sellers that are like i want to sell into brazil and they plug in their shopify store and they connect stripe and off they go but the reality is that in brazil only 20 percent of uh the population have credit cards that are internationally enabled as in they would work on stripe for example right mm. um so that's on the payment provider and then if you were doing that you know you'd have to import products into brazil unless you had a local, uh, you know, drop shipping fulfillment provider or whatever it is. But uh, so how we've done it is we've um, we've partnered with local payment providers who are specialists in in this notion. So they process payments for us, um, which means that we can accept. I think it's eighty, no, sorry, ninety five percent of payments, you know, um, in Brazil, which is. Uh, credit cards, you know, international and local domestic credit cards. Um, plus there's a thing called Belettos, which is a, it's a fascinating uh, payment method, actually. I'm really surprised we don't have something like this in Europe, but basically what it is is you kind of go on and you, you uh, say, yes, you know, I want to, I want to buy this and you place like a, a, an order, a pending order, right? And then you get this, this like uh, receipt with a barcode either on your phone or you can kind of print it. And then you go to the store and you hand over your cash, right? So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like cash on delivery. Kind of, well, it's not cash on delivery, but it's like a prepaid type yeah. thing, right? So you take this receipt and you pay it, or you can pay it from your mobile phone. There's different ways now, but but these Boleto things are like super popular. I think 30% of transactions in Brazil are done with Boletos, and um, 
And that's for various reasons. You know, some people just don't have bank accounts. Uh, some people prefer working in cash. You know, they don't want to leave like a digital trail. Um, and some, you know, security as well. Some people just feel more safer doing that than having credit cards. So, you know, that's a bit of a nuance, but it works really well. Um, you know, the systems are quite well developed and, and, and so forth. So, yeah. So that's on the payment provider side, which we've, you know, as a platform have completely solved for people. So, you know, it's just like selling in Europe or US. Slight nuances, you have pending orders and, you know, it's a little bit more tricky with managing your ad spend and things, but uh, not impossible. Um, so that's on the payment provider. On the, you know, if you were doing drop shipping and trying to ship into Brazil, it's tricky. Like, you, you know, it's expensive, I think, number one. Number two, customs kind of, I think they charge something like $5 for every order that arrives into Brazil. Um, just as like a customs charge and then you know the time it takes is, is quite long and then tracking you don't have you know tracking um, yeah. on your parcels and things like that so it's importing to Brazil is not really an option I don't think um, so what we've done is we've partnered with local fulfillment providers so all orders get you know sort of printed manufactured and shipped in Brazil with shipping codes so all the buyers get a, a tracking link where they can track their orders um, yeah so it's great it's you know it's for us it's working perfectly well, what's the average time to on the, on the on the time that people maybe order and they receive it? What's the the, the kind of delays they can uh, expect? Uh, yeah, so the timeframes are we we make it very clear on the website. Um, you know, when you're placing an order, so from the time it takes to place an order to the product being printed is about three to four days, um, and then from the time to delivery, uh, it honestly varies because Brazil's such a massive country. Um, you know, up in the north, it can take anything like 10 days to 14 days. Okay. Um, but to be honest, we get most of our orders from uh, the bigger, more populated states like your Rio, your Sao Paulo. Um, you know, you just have a look on a map and you'll see kind of where the population is sort of concentrated. But, you know, from there, typically orders arrive from placing an order to actually getting it. It's less than 10 days. Okay, that's not bad, basically. Yeah. Yeah, people are quite happy with it. Um, you know, we are working on ways to improve that. There are other, you know, a lot of options that we can do to kind of bring these timelines down. But, uh, you know, again, early days, so, so we'll get to that. So people that are selling uh, on the platform are using mainly right now Facebook ads, I, 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 I can think of. Um, do you see that the, basically, um, how do you see Facebook in Brazil right now in terms of um, people using it compared to Instagram or other platform out there? Uh, because like when you're going in China, it's totally different. Basically, you don't have Facebook. Um, yeah. So is, um, is any other platform out there that, have, um, that can be some sort of a thread or uh, or big competition to um, to Facebook to advertise or could be an opportunity basically to sellers to advertise uh, there or is Facebook is the main thing there? At the moment with our sort of sellers that we have, it's, it's Facebook, you know, uh, 99% or something, um, you know, Facebook and Instagram, right? They're kind of combined. Um, so yeah, you know, that is, as I said, it's kind of, if you go back to US and Europe, right back in 2013, 2014, it's, it's that kind of thing, right? Where it's okay. Facebook is so powerful. It's cheap still. Um, and, uh, and people are really engaged in it. Right. You know, I think in, in countries like the US and, and in Europe, um, the trend is kind of maybe sort of plateauing or maybe reversing yeah. in some ways, right? The ad costs are 
going up every year. The engagement levels are not as, as good as they used to be. Uh, you know, it's getting harder, right? But in Brazil, it's still it's still the low hanging fruit uh, on your Facebook and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean that's that's the go to one for now. There aren't any kind of like local social media platforms that are that are powerful that we know of. Um, you know, it's kind of funny. I was looking at like on similar web, you can look at traffic sources for for platforms like YouTube. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Twitch, whatever. And, uh, and it's, it's huge. Like, uh, Brazil, I think is the third biggest market for YouTube, yeah. right? Yeah, um, absolutely. So if someone can figure out how to do YouTube ads and, and print on demand, could be huge. Crazy. We haven't tested yeah. it yet, right? But these are all the opportunities that are kind of out there. So it really is like a, a ripe sort of market for anyone who wants to kind of come in, test, take advantage of it. Um, yeah. And do you see uh, people using more mobile or buying from mobile much more than buying from desktop there as well? Oh, yeah. Mobile is massive, massive. It's, uh, you know, on our side, I think something like 95% of traffic is, is mobile. Ah, that's that's insane. So it's like a, a mix, like you say, of 2013, 14, but right away on mobile right now. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's such a, it's, yeah, it's really... It's really interesting to see people, I guess, just live on their phones there. But uh, yeah, it's it's hyper engaged. Uh, you know, mobile is is a key key thing. Um, so yeah, there's there's differences, but uh, again, there are opportunities, right? I think that's that's crazy. And what about the other market? Because you know, like right now, you've sold something for the Brazilian market. But what about you know Argentina, Chile, or what are, uh, other markets out there that? have a very good potential. Are you looking to enter these market also uh, later on? Uh, yeah, we're not sort of actively looking at it right now. I mean, Brazil's you know, 210 million people. It's, yeah. it's you know, almost, what, three quarters the size of uh, the US or two thirds the size of the US. So it's, it's pretty, you know, that's a pretty big um, challenge that we have right now. But, you know, in terms of other Latin American countries, yeah, I mean, you know, Argentina's is pretty big. I think it's like 60 million people. Um, you know, there's Mexico, there's Chile, as you said, there's Colombia. So yeah, there's a lot of opportunity for us to grow. And we kind of are looking at these already, but not sort of, we're not focusing on it right right now. But, uh, you know, definitely as, as uh, time goes on, we want to kind of ultimately unlock opportunities for sellers, right? For, for international merchants um, and local people as well to, to, you know, basically capitalize on this this model that's worked so well in, in the US and Europe. What would you uh, basically, what would be your three most important goal to achieve before the end of the year with the platform? Uh, yeah, great question. Uh, for us, you know, we basically we built this platform for sellers, right? It's, it's to unlock opportunities for people to kind of come on and, uh, you know, continue making money. Like, as I said, it's, it's getting harder in, in, in existing markets. So if they can kind of expand their, their brands, you know, for example, I know you have your brand, if you can kind of unlock and have access to 210 million new people, right? Like that's, that's fantastic. Right. Um, so our goal for this year really is to kind of sort of nail Brazil in terms of unlocking it for everyone and kind of spreading that message and getting more and more international merchants in the door and making money. And then we also want to grow the local Brazilian market, right? Um, so I don't know if you know this, but the average salary in Brazil is about $680 a month. Wow. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's a big wealth kind of divide in Brazil, yeah. right? You have 
super super low incomes and super high incomes and whatever. But uh, the average is like six hundred dollars, right? So I figure out if people can sell two hundred shirts a month, right? A Brazilian, you know, using Facebook ads, you know, that more than covers their average uh, income range, right? So for me, I think it's really exciting to do that to educate people about this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get Brazilians to sell to Brazilians as well. That's uh, that's quite exciting, I think. That's that's amazing. So, what would be, uh, you know, the um, the tips that you can give to sellers or anyone that want to jump in and start selling? What would be, you know, the the best way that they can monetize their, you know, right away by getting on your platform? Sure, good question. Um, I think if I was, uh, you know, someone like yourself who's sold quite a lot in the U.S. and Europe. Have a look at your audiences and see, see, look at your numbers, see how much traffic you maybe get from, from South America. You might be surprised, you know, you might, um, for example, I know one of my friends has a big YouTube channel and he says like, you know, his second biggest audience is Brazil and he never knew that. And he's like, wow, this is, this is crazy, you know, so you might be surprised. Um, but, you know, if it's not and you want to get started, you know, you have maybe some designs that worked before in US or Europe and you want to kind of come on board, you know, uh, Sign up to Mercado, ping us on, on the intercom on the chat there. You can talk to Ricardo, just say, hey, look, do you think this would work? Um, you know, is anyone doing this, whatever? And just test, you know, it's ultimately, that's the only way to learn, right, is to kind of get up and run, test, you know, ask us questions. We're more than happy to kind of support you and get you up and running um, and avoid the pitfalls and things like that. But honestly, the barriers are so low right now. Um, and there is a huge opportunity. So it's just about kind of getting started make a good go of it and, uh, you know, and test basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's always the, the best thing to do for sure. It's, it's to get your hands dirty and see how it reacts and, you know, what, what, what kind of stuff you're going to get out from that. But um, that's already great uh, in terms of, um, of opportunity there that you, that, that you have to do that and in an easy, fashionable manner instead of trying to figure out things you have already yourself and a bunch of your team that are expert there and knows what's going on. Um, on the other side, what, what are you selling? Because we were talking about t-shirt, but it is mainly t-shirt right now, or do you have any other products? Yeah, at the moment, uh, as I said, you know, still early days, we just launched with t-shirts. Um, so we're doing basic t-shirts, you know, men's, women's, unisex, and uh, some premium shirts and, and some kids clothing. Um, but that's it for now, but we're actively sort of trying to get new products on the platform and working with local suppliers. So we're getting things like, you know, your standard stuff that you'd had <laughs> for ages in Europe and US, you know, your mugs and your bags and your, you know, other kind of all over prints and, and leggings and all sorts of stuff. So we are sort of aggressively going after that. So in the next couple of weeks or months, you know, you'll, you'll see more and more products rolling up. Um, I think we're launching mugs even tomorrow actually. So, um, so yeah. Right now, T-shirts, but lots more stuff coming very soon. That, that's amazing. And products are um, coming f- or are made in the in Brazil. Uh, even the, I mean, are printed in Brazil. But are, does the product itself are made there, or they're made elsewhere? Um, for us, everything is made in Brazil. So shirts okay. are you know, supplier that we use. Um, they're a big company. They've been around for like fifty years or something. Really great guys. Uh, very professional. They, you know, manufacture their own shirts. You know, okay, made from scratch, one hundred percent, which is great. And and they do the printing and the shipping on it for us as well. So everything is kind of made in house. Um, they've got corner printers, which are, as you know, yeah, the best. 
screen printing, we've got all of that. So yeah, it's really, you know, the, the quality is pretty good. Um, we want to improve it, obviously, but uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Everything's made in-house, everything's shipped in Brazil, um, you know, which basically increase, increases the whole buyer experience. That's that's great. Absolutely. Uh, that makes a difference. And especially if you're helping, you know, by buying local, I mean, it has a huge value also at the end for for the user and encouraging also local labors, which is a very important uh, thing to do there, especially like you say, I mean, the the the, um, the 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 wages are so low at certain points. So everyone needs a job uh, out there. So that's a that's a good opportunity for people. Um, to work um, great that that's amazing so uh, right now so what's the next step you know in in your growth basically uh, with um, with the platform yeah next step I think is just uh, you know educating more people um, you know your listeners included it's just about this is the opportunity right like the, the, the doors are open um, for the first time in a long time you know come on in <laughs> test it out check it out for yourself um, you know Obviously, we would love to have more and more people, you know, uh, taking advantage of this opportunity. So that's, you know, number one. And then number two is expanding the product range, improving the, the, the actual product itself, the website, you know, maybe have things like a marketplace, uh, you know, build a better buyer experience where people can kind of come on, uh, customize their products themselves, um, you know, browse, et cetera, et cetera. And then also improve things like the logistics, right? As I said, to the north of the country, takes a bit of time, not the best buyer experience. So, you know, um, having fulfillment centers up north would, would greatly help that as well. Um, so all that kind of behind the scenes stuff is what we want to do. And then, as you said as well, potentially look into new markets, right? Like Argentina and Colombia, et cetera. Um, so that's kind of like the, the product roadmap or the goal for the, for the year is to get all that done. But, um, you know, as I said, the doors are open to people right now. So, you know, it's easy to get started. Not perfect, but it's good enough to get started. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's totally amazing. So, guys, it's time to jump in right now because if you want to get like, like it used to be back then in 2013, 14, the gold rush of t-shirt is happening right now again and this time in Brazil. So, um, I can't wait to uh, try as well your platform. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play with that like in the next couple of days. Uh, and I'm going to get out all my old t-shirts from the old days and we're going to try that back again exactly. and see, you know, how it performs. So why not? <laughs> you don't have to reinvent the wheel, honestly. Take what worked in the US, you know, or in Europe or whatever. Just adapt it for Brazil and test it out, you know. Like, exactly, exactly. Simple as that. Catalogs of, of designs that they're not using, right? So it's just rehash them and give them some new life. Yeah, totally. Because, I mean... Uh, uh, you know, if you were launching, I don't know, like five t-shirts a day, like in the the old days, I mean, you have like probably a huge bank of t-shirt that just needs to be uh, the quotes change or anything like that. And, you know, it's it's quite an easy to relaunch that very fast, put $5 ads and uh, see how it, uh, how it does. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And as I said, if you guys, if anybody needs help, just, you know, when you create a Marcazo account, there's a little chat in the, in the dashboard. Just ping us, you know, ask us if you need some advice or if you want some feedback or whatever, you know, more than happy to help you guys get started. Cool. Hey, Craig, thank you very much for hanging with me today. Uh, it was totally amazing, really 
learned about a bunch of stuff regarding Brazil. I think that the market is there and that's a great opportunity. That's part also of the show of Chill with Phil is to bring you that kind of opportunities there so you can uh, grow your business, you know, so it's not always like uh, vertical growth could be horizontal with other channels and things like that because at the end, I mean, you're looking to get this extra dollars and also know your markets. And I think that if you want to grow, if you have a brand even and you want to understand your market, it's I think it's still uh, the best way to do it is to do um, really testing. And if you have a platform at, at there, I mean, it's just easier because you will understand much more and faster what are the behaviors there. And it's really a good way to adapt later with your, your brand, your products and things like that. Um, so guys, jump in. Uh, I will put the name of the, um, of the link where you can go and subscribe right now. And if you have any question, I think Greg is there. So basically, he's going to be able to help you. And you have a fantastic also Facebook group where you are offering, you know, uh, support there. So basically, you will not be alone in this venture. So that's cool. Uh, that's great. That's totally amazing. So, <laughs> so Craig, thank you very much again. And uh, I wish you like a great success with that. I think like you are on something, that's for sure. And um, yeah, wishing you all the, the, the good luck there. Great, thank you so much, Phil. I really appreciate it. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. You know, hope, uh, hope we've uh, sort of educated you on a new opportunity. And uh, you know, as I said, doors are open. Come on in. Totally. Thank you guys. Have a nice week and see you next week for another Chill with Phil show. We'll have more for you. Ciao. You've just listened to the Chill with Phil podcast with your host, Phil Kiprianu. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play and catch our next episode.